part of what we want to do at some point is try to match um so to kind of go into the food tech space space where we can match restaurants that have leftovers with maybe communities who need them mm. so that that Hi everyone, welcome to your favorite podcast, Deliciously, the podcast for those who love to eat, drink, travel, and repeat. My name is Alara. And I'm Amma. It's so lovely to have you again today, Amma. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have with us two very special guests. We have Itor from... Terasi Specials. Terasi Specials. And we have Victoria from... Chao Nodoba. Awesome. I want to ask... Mm-hmm. How are you guys managing this foil situation? Please don't say you're increasing your prices. Mm. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> Before I came here, I told my staff, if by tomorrow they've not reduced the price of foil, any customer that comes to eat, any food they're eating, <laughs> had 500 <laughs> If they don't want to eat it, they should go. We're all in Nigeria together. Mm-hmm. Because you go to the market now and... You want to buy stock fish that used to buy maybe one five. Mm. They're selling it for one seven, and they'll say it's fell scarcity. Everybody mm-hmm. would even transportation. You know the funny thing is not even scarce. It's just marked up. Yeah, it's like just the up. prices it's just are just adjusting. But the market women, they, they don't understand they don't that. Yeah, yeah. 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 That one is fell. There's scarcity of fell. <laughs> yeah, that's what they understand. Mm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So even the transportation, the transport fare has even increased mm-hmm. too. So it's it's crazy. Because if my staff are paying more to come to work, I have to increase their pay too. Of course, yeah. Okay, Mm. awesome. And yourself, Victoria? Well, yes. So we're actually in the middle of a price review. Mm. So again, I guess this is Nigeria. And (laughs) so we tend to just try to look at trends that, okay, cool, a new government is coming. There's been a lot of, you know, in the wind for for subsidies going to go. So I was like, you know, let's actually... So they said it will not happen straight away. Mm. Um, So like, you know, hold off on the price increase and review. Let's actually let them coronate or inaugurate our president. (laughs) 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 Sorry. And then, um, so when that happened, I was just like, okay, I'm happy we didn't do it now because then we would have had to do it again. Mm. So I guess now we're just in the middle of, let's see what the market is saying because it will be very disappointing to then do a price review based on current market and then next week hold new drama you can't be changing your price every week we're just mm. thinking on serious so mm. right now we're still weathering and feeling our way through that okay so what is our supplier saying and i guess it's the cost of replacement as well which which makes sense why they had to jack up the prices for petrol even though they had bought like, yes that old yes stock. you have to replace so it that's the same and issue that we, obviously mm-hmm. um so we're just trying to feel our way through and say you know by giving like next week so 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 and so but yeah delivery fee has gone up since how much does delivery fee on average cost now? Um, well, our cheapest delivery was one two. Now, so that was like for the people around us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's two, it's like I think they probably increased that by another five hundred because mm-hmm. so it's now. So yeah, if you buy a cup of noodles mm-hmm. for say four thousand, yeah, you now pay an extra two thousand there. Yeah. Just so if the person now is in a place where it's three k, so that's seven k for. Like this, just um, to not die of hunger. When was this? This was yeah, th- so this week. Yeah, I think somebody wanted to buy at Antony, and we're like, you know, delivery is four five. The food you Say want to buy now? <laughs> is three eight. I apologize in advance, but 
see the country we're in so something like that maybe you can discount on discretion but mm, then again mm. you also have to think about it of you're going to pay your riders they're going to buy petrol exactly. maintenance so it has like a trickle down effect yeah for every industry because transportation like logistics is you it's know key. is actually key so we're all in it together i guess so it's just trying to now strategize and see how do we you know you know yeah. everything has increased yesterday i so i slandered turkey a lot but i ate once in a while it's the so best. So the woman close to, mm-hmm. I'm not having the argument yeah. today <laughs> because we'll not live here. So the woman close to me who sells, you know, turkey, like when I'm too lazy to cook, she normally sells the 1,000, those wings, those mm. big wings, 1,000, mm. 1,000. I'm a, so the one five mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. I was like, wait, and I wanted to buy two. Mm. So just to eat two turkey, like mm. there's no rice yet because <laughs> I had rice at home, right? I just wanted to because you have to flog me for me to use my money. Last time I used my money to buy raw turkey to... To make yourself? To make myself was like, I think a year ago. Mm. Maybe last week, I just bought, you know, half a kilo. But it's not something I do regularly. So I just went to buy from her. And it was one five. So I would have to... 3K. No rice. <laughs> no rice. From Mama Putu. Yeah. It's not even... Imagine if it was like a proper restaurant. Listen, uh, sometimes you have to do like a double take, especially when you grow, like what we're speaking about now with prices. Let's say in my mind, I've pretty much budgeted I'm going to spend like 4,000 around this food. Now I've done it. I've added everything. I now see 7,000 around. I'll be like, hmm. What is going on mm. here? Yeah, remember you know how to cook. What? Mm. No, no. <laughs> like, like, what is actually happening here? Especially if you are at the point of sale. Like yeah. you are in front of the person. The person has told you your price. But like you usually get here for 5000 yeah. and now it's seven. Now I have to ask myself, am I, am, I, am I broke? <laughs> <laughs> or is the price just ridiculous? Like you have to have that conversation in your head. Yes. And I think that that's what the fuel scarcity is going to make you mm. be asking yourself mm-hmm. more. Mm-hmm. Is it price the problem or is it yeah. my, like my current, you know, pay or my current situation, financial mm-hmm. situation that's the problem? Because I don't actually think it's the problem of the fuel price that is the price of fuel if, if they're taking away the subsidy that means that this is the price that the everybody should be price, able to yeah, pay yeah. this is what you should be able to pay for mm. it now if you can't pay for it then it now speaks to a bigger problem mm. which is earning power mm-hmm. which is how much you are paid mm-hmm. which is why I was saying earlier on when I said I think labor is cheap if you're going to charge me 500 naira to buy fuel that means I should be earning times three of what I'm earning yeah to pay for that. Pay so for the that. problem is not necessarily the fuel. Mm. The problem is the pay. Mm. The problem is everything in mm. this country. And it's so ironic. I think, um, I'm not sure where I was watching CNN, but I could just see a flash. Yes, it was in the bank. And it was just like saying that, oh, Saudi Arabia have vowed to reduce production, which means oil prices are going to go up further again. Mm-hmm. I was just like, so it, So generally there's an it energy crisis okay. everywhere. So, okay. it's, so even, you know, people in UK, they're complaining about how much it's costing to, fu- to fuel. Yeah. So it's a general So it's thing. not just like but just so, so the thing about this thing about how much comparing us basics. to the UK is at least those ones they have lights. They have they have lights. They have the lights. They don't use to run generator to yeah, power their businesses. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. We saw we're using fuel for everything, yeah. you know, to power your generator. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're basically your own government. local government yeah. chairman. Yeah. Not just the fuel stuff, it's mm-hmm. also affecting the units for light. Because I buy light, I have mm. a prepaid meter. So normally I always do 5,000 around, it lasts for a week. Mm. 
then it's reduced to three days. Mm. <laughs> then that Saturday, Saturday morning, yes, Saturday morning, I came back from the club around 4 a.m. and I bought like 5,000. Hmm. Coming back from because club where you went to enjoy the life the of life your head <laughs> to buy meter because I saw it was blinking so anticlimactic. I, I went to sleep with the, I cannot sleep without AC. Hello. So, <laughs> so I bought. The, I was very sure because when I woke up around ten, the meter was blinking red again. Ah. And oh, I had to check four twenty. I bought. Mm. I even had to check. Maybe it's 500 I bought mm-hmm. because I was tipsy or yeah. something. I said, I know I'm not mad. <laughs> My brother said, are you sure you bought 5,000? I said, see, I, I loaded the meter. Okay, let's try loading it again. Yeah. Maybe you were too tipsy and you did not know you've not loaded it again. I did and it was you. You said you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is going on in Nigeria? Yeah, it's, it's, it's Are we going wrong. to run away because mm-hmm. of this? Whole issue. We've not even sorted the full issue, and now the units are mm-hmm. ready. No, I think it's a thing where everybody just needs to demand <coughs> or know that they deserve more mm. in terms of pay. Like, if whatever they're giving you now, you have to 3x that. That's my personal belief now. You have to 3x that. That's where you need to be to be able to survive in this country because that's what your government is telling you to do. Your government is actually telling you you're not being paid enough. Do you so know? That's how I so take it. I don't know about that, Sha, because mm. I'm not a finance person, but mm. I think that if everything everybody increases there it's just chaos that yeah going to happen. It's gonna i'm so sorry if, if, if my government everybody increases pay, it's increase. chaos. everything is increased and so it's, it's like it's a losing that. game yeah. mm. so but it it's a point of reflection i just feel like quality of life has to you have to see value for money not necessarily but then With, it's, what, hard. it's like how do you now define that because it's actually mm-hmm. crazy that's for in the terms experts of <laughs> <laughs> because so one of my staff in particular so i think he was saying that something something about his pay i'm just like amongst your colleagues you're getting paid the highest so you're still the one complaining mm-hmm. so i'm like you know what cost your life like how do how much does it cost to be caleb or be xyz so i was like you know detail it and list it out let me see and then, you know, we can now say, you know, for performance review next month, let's see what we can do. Then he brings the cost and then there's like a 30% disparity between the cost of his life of running his person <laughs> as a human being and what he's getting paid. I'm like, I don't know how to help you because <laughs> all I can do is increase it by a particular percentage. The rest of it, you're going to have to go figure it out mm-hmm. um, by yourself. But just even coming into staff. So now I think that's one of the things we're discussing with our manager that, okay, so these guys, they don't have the opportunity of coming doing remote because it's a restaurant. Mm-hmm, so you basically mm-hmm, have to mm-hmm, be at work. Mm-hmm. So your transportation, yes, we provide accommodation, but that's mm-hmm. only still going to go of so certain way so what do we now do <laughs> they still come to work no need <laughs> but as management what do we need to do to make this easier on everybody so again that's another thing of so if you are going to increase it how many people are you going to increase it for mm. what does, so you, then you have to now pass that cost on so as a business it? owner like as you guys run restaurants like before we you know split mm. you guys into two and talk you know your specific yeah. businesses um how does that ache the business? Well, so on the end of 
um number one you want staff who come to work who are motivated there's nothing i'd rather know that i have two people two people on my team who are on my team than have five people and i feel like you're just dead weight so again and because we're human so you have to look at it yourself that if i feel like i'm giving my all or i'm working putting in the hours at a particular place and what they're paying me is not enough <laughs> me as a normal human being is to be finding someone else that will pay me higher oh, and God. knowing that as much as i value you as a person yeah. this is what my life thing is so it now means that we have to maybe spend more to keep the guys that we deem as valuable mm-hmm. so that we can actually boost the morale and show that we value you so we understand what's going on so 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 so, so and we keep them but then that cost has to now because we're not in business too it's not a hobby <laughs> you still have to make profits you still have to hit a margin so either you want to compromise on your margin or you pass on that cost but then again who are you passing on the cost to your dearest customers Yay. who again are going through the exact same thing your staff are going through so it's uh so it's for my for my own business um my own line of business we normally have contracts big contracts like maybe every week some months can be twice in a week and all mm. that so aside my staff's pay i provide accommodation for my staff so they don't have issues with accommodation and feeding mm. and light and food because we feed them too but we still pay them then when we have big events too that we have to overwork so we also give them some stipends yeah. too. So I don't think my staff are really. No one has complained yet. But you know the complaining is coming. When they complain, we would know what we do. <laughs> but they've not complained yet for now because mm-hmm. I feel, for me as a boss, I've not really had staff complain because I always know what to do. Like why I'm saying that there might be complaint coming is they have families. You yeah. Know, some of them might contribute or be providers. So. Mm-hmm. It's not probably not. Maybe you're taking care of them as a person, but they mm. have responsibilities. So maybe they're trying to navigate it because it's still relatively new, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But over time, I'm just saying expect. So that's where if we increase the prices of how much we sell our food, they would see people if if the customers accept the price increment because. I run a restaurant in a naval base. Mm. And those people, those men, they ask us questions. Mm. <laughs> so if like we that. try and it's working for us, like they accept the price increment, mm. we definitely increase the salaries mm. because they are seeing, okay, we are now making more money, we are having more income. So we'll definitely increase your pay. But if it's not going to work, we can everybody will just be all right. Yeah. So just mm-hmm. off what you were saying, because this, when you think about it, it's not really even a, pro- it's not really an increase. Because the only thing that has gone up really is fuel. It's just you now need to meet f- the price of fuel where it's at. That's how I see it. So if you're going to increase the price of fuel, you need to so be able to function in a fast-paced environment. Everybody needs to meet the cost of that 500 yeah, naira that they're yeah. asking for. Because at the moment, let's say everybody can do 100 naira. Mm-hmm. Everybody has been doing 180. You move it up by like 320 naira. It means everybody needs to figure out something. Yeah, yeah. So it's really it's increased. It's increased. It's not, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't call it a price increase. I feel like it's an adjustment for me. It's going to be, you have to adjust my salary to meet the cost mm-hmm. of living, which is fine. It's not an increase. It's just so I have to meet it. that easy. Yeah, it's not easy. It's so not that easy. It's theory. Mm. So, um, I'm, something I'm curious about, and this is for you, Tero, or IT. Um, 
I don't know which one I would prefer calling you for you this. You'll figure it out. <laughs> IT. If you don't worry, you'll come up IT. with it. IT, IT reminds better. me of uh, industrial training. <laughs> <laughs> training. But essentially, so I'm quite intrigued by how you started your restaurant. You know, you're looking for a place, you, like you couldn't find catfish, right? And then you settled. Like, tell me about oh. that. Just... <laughs> Okay, so when I came back to Nigeria, I came for my NYC and... I brought people. I did you. I was Where did you school? Posted to, I schooled in Ghana. Okay. So I was posted to Lagos. So I think when I came to Lagos, they now pushed my own time for resumption to the camp to July instead of March. So I was like, what would I be doing with my life mm. in Lagos? I didn't know anybody. And this was like my first time in Lagos, so... And I started going out with my aunt. So I love catfish pepper soup a lot. In fact, I'm a fish person. So, when was this? Hmm? When was this? 2018. Mm-hmm. So I went to three different places. And I know when someone has washed a catfish properly. Because when you taste a catfish that is properly washed... It will not be slimy. You will not feel mm. like vomiting. In fact, even if they didn't wash it well, the pepper and any any normal chef will know that anything seafood, you have to ha- add a lot of pepper and all. But the three places I went to, it was almost like the same thing. Either it's, the fish was almost spoiled mm. or like I was not getting the normal acquibone taste of catfish mm. pepper soup. So I now told my auntie that... There's acquibone taste. Ah, there's the way we cook our pepper soup okay. in Aquaibo. So with all those oyayak, so all those local stuff, mm. you know that, it, especially when you're giving pepper soup to a, a nursing mom, mm. you would know that ah, <laughs> it's pepper soup you're eating. Yeah. This one, they just put magi, pepper, salt, everything, and call it pepper soup with scent leaf. As long as they scent leaf in Lagos. <laughs> that's soup. But that's not, that's not how pepper soup is supposed oh, to taste. So... And I told my auntie, yeah, this is your Lagos, they don't have better pepper soup. So I I just discussed with my ex then, told him that it's like I'm going to start a new business. Mm. Because growing up, I just, anything is a business opportunity for me. Hmm. I can be talking to you now. In fact, most of my friends used to say, How many business opportunities share... have you got from here? <laughs> <laughs> most of my friends used to say, don't share your business ideas with IT. She will just start it. <laughs> Because I don't, there's no need to procrastinate. Mm. Just do it. If you want to do something, why are you talking about it? Mm. I don't like to talk too much. If I know this is what I want to do, I just start it. So I just called my printer. I told him I need a flyer. That it was like catfish pepper soup by Terrace. So he just printed it that day. I posted. I already have a large following on Facebook. Then now it's more. So I just posted it on Facebook that if you want, you're in Lagos and you want proper catfish pepper soup, contact me. So that first day I had 15, was it 15 or 10 people that ordered and my auntie then, me, I don't know how to do deliveries and all. My own way of business, I don't like to stress myself. I just have the idea, make the money and outsource. I I let other people also benefit. I don't like to stress. So... I had 15 others that first day, and those that ate, they're now recommending people, referring people to me. And that's how it started. So from there, people were like, can you make a fang soup? Ah, yes, of course. Can. Me, in 
business, I don't say no. Even if I don't know how to do it, I'll outsource, I'll collect that money. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no. IT, do you sell carpet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call the supplier. I'll just collect the money, give you your own money, and I'll just stay home and make my money. So I don't used to say no. That's how people were now asking for other meals, and I was just cooking in liters, in plates, and all that. Then one day I just said, let me try. I said, please, if you have events, call me. I can do something. So the first event I had was like Lagos Hangout event. Me, I've never cooked for more than 50 people in my life then. So I just called those Olopos, those women mm. that I used to cook. They cooked. Everybody was like, I see this rice is this. I was like, okay. The next event I had, I was now standing there and watching them cook. Because I wanted to know what made that. Because everybody kept talking about that rice. And mm. I knew I was not the one that cooked it. But I know how to oh. cook. Mm. But yeah, I so know you're how doing to fake cook. life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Confidently. So, <laughs> so when they cooked the second time, I was watching. I was just codedly watching them watching how they were making the food. I was like, it's not hard. So the next event, I started cooking from by myself. And so it's only when I have like 1,000, I know that it's too much. I'll still, I'll call them to assist. But now I, that's how I knew how to cook mm. for events. And this year, by the grace of God, I didn't plan of owning a restaurant. In fact, it was not part of my plan. My plan was to like open a big beauty school where I'll just train people on my spa stuff. But then, so like, your t- how many businesses lines of seven. business you oh, do? Right now. Only you seven. We have a mogul. That's <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, an, empire. So that's, that's yes, an empire. So it's like, which one is the main one? Ah. Uh, so there's. I know you're in, it into was, beauty. It was the skincare, but for this year, the food mm. has taken more of me than the. Mm. Other one, but they're they all running, so. yes, they're all running well. But the food one is what I'm really focusing on now because it's really putting me out there a lot. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. I'll just ask the same question for Victoria as well. Like, how did you start? Child? So, well, mine was more of well, we've spoken about the whole employment saga yeah. <laughs> before we started recording, and so it was just that limbo of okay. Definitely not continuing the pharmacy because this is not what I'm used to or this is not what I want to continue So let me in. understand something. Your parents sent you to school. Yes. <laughs> to really to study a prestigious course. Actually, they sent me. And to now you're selling Indomie. To, to study medicine. So I think the whole the whole reward. They should have seen it coming. They sent me to study medicine. I called and said, I don't think medicine is my calling, but backup choice. Let's do pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the whole experience. So they should have pretty much seen it coming. And now you're cooking Indomie. (laughs) It's not Indomie. (laughs) It's noodles. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yes. So it was like um, during NYC, um, we had gotten married. So, yeah, um, we had gotten married. So it was just that thing. I don't want to work in this particular thing. So we had, my husband and I, we'd always had the idea based on like where we grew up, I say when we grew up, but when we went to uni. So that was what we mainly ate. So that was like a very student, it was fresh food. It was lovely. Cause I know the challenge I had during, uh, when I was working was, I was always eating meat pie every day. I was just like, I'm tired of eating meat pie every day. That I actually want fresh food, not mm. just food that has been cooked in the morning and you're scooping it and microwaving it mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. So it was just that thing of like fresh, like freshly made food. 
Um, so then, you know, let's test out the idea. We'll give it like three months. If there's no traction, go and get a job or do something else. And so we just, you know, started doing that. The the irony was like, that was when they were like, I don't understand. We went to, we sent you to school. You've gotten married. Now this is the time you, I said, like, well, I'm in my husband's house. So <laughs> Come on, if beat my me. husband <laughs> says it's okay for his wife to be cooking rice, so shall it be. Yeah. Um, so it was just that support. And they came around because they were the ones who actually funded our first set of equipment. So they always come around. Uh, so that was just how it started that you know what let's just again create something put it on instagram instagram then isn't instagram now but just put it on instagram and shockingly you know others started coming then what was this this was again 2018 actually so it's like yeah yeah 2018 so then it went from oh cooking for one person to oh do you guys do events yeah yeah do you know how to do i know how to do this absolutely not (laughs) but will i find people who can do it definitely there's a lot of fake life in (laughs) so we'll we'll deliver it and i think yeah that's just how it kind of grew from there and i think what we did was at some point um it was taking such a major turn that it was now like mainly mainly events Mm. and so i know that for what we wanted to do was like more one-on-one but just have like the event as a stream as opposed to the main thing so i know that um then i got pregnant then i was just like you know i'm not coming back to do this anymore but then eventually came back and we're like you know let's actually focus on the the initial idea of being a takeout let's have like the whole fun box let's you know just make it fun let's make it vibrant make it um and then still have like the catering the larger scale catering as a stream as opposed to just focusing on that so the restaurant was always part of the ball game mm-hmm. i mean 100 restaurants i i was reading my five-year vision board <laughs> this morning i was like we have written f- um, 100 restaurants what number are we on right now it's time to get to work it's time to get to work um so yeah the restaurant thing had always been there um i mean we're looking to was working on our second one already nice. so it was just so it's just trying to gain traction and keep it moving keep it moving keep it moving you know what I'm curious about? Like, which one has more ROI? Like, for want of a better word, catering or the... Oh, catering. 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 Because you're dealing with larger volumes. Yes. So you're mm-hmm. buying your stuff in bulk. You're mm-hmm. dealing with one client. You're not dealing with, like, 50 crazy dispatch riders mm-hmm. in one day. <laughs> um, so I'll definitely say I'll definitely say catering, yeah. Same here. So, I w- my, so both, both, um, both our guests are in the food business and I guess is also acknowledging that there's space for everybody in this business because both of you are clearly thriving you've been in business for five years so I would say what is something that you wish you had known in the beginning for both of you that you know now and has really like sort of unlocked the potential of your business Mm. um, did you want to start You're looking like they ask you one question, compulsory question. <laughs> what I know now that I wish I had known earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, managing time. Mm. Time. When I started, I had issues with time. I'm naturally a late person. Mm. Like, if you tell me you're to deliver this thing by nine, just wait till 12. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not about me. It's the delivery people. And I can be very forgetful. They know I can be very forgetful. Sometimes I'll take so many orders and I'll just forget a particular order I didn't write. And you're calling me and I just have to start cooking immediately for you. Meanwhile, I've already sent out. Just so it's time and being more conscious 
focused on my business because um for someone that has a whole lot of business it's not easy for me sometimes Look, are you hands-on in all these businesses or you have like managers for it? i have managers but then i have to also be yeah. there be present so that my customers also feel my presence mm. in most of those businesses so sometimes i'm here i'm there i'm you know so so many times that's why i have now i have people that reply messages people that so i don't go crazy mm. so if i'd known that i can always allow people trust people to handle mm. my business for me then i don't think i'll make the mistakes i made in the early part of the can business. you tell me some of the mistakes I'm, i mm. i want to hear <laughs> downfall of a woman is not the end of our life <laughs> one of the mistakes i made was um i disappointed someone on her birthday mm. in fact i didn't even know that was the date i was thinking it's the next day and when they called me are you on your way? I was sleeping. You know those memes that you see, like imagine tomorrow <laughs> is your wedding day. Seriously, whenever I see it, I feel like you are like And you I, can't postpone the birthday. <laughs> but she did why she didn't call me out was I had to quickly buy stuff, go to the venue and actually cook there. Mm. So before they've done all the guests arriving and all that. I'm a, I'm a very fast cooker. I don't know if that's a word, but I cook really fast. So if I tell you, okay, Agba <laughs> if I tell you, like if everything is there, yeah, and I tell you your food will be ready in twenty minutes, there it will be ready in twenty minutes. So that's what really helped me, and I'm I'm grateful. That was one of the things I would have made her drag me mm. but nobody has ever dragged my business mm. online and i was so scared mm. i kept apologizing then another thing that happened was that one was not my fault though the customer said nine o'clock you're to deliver food for child education mm. nine a.m the food has to be there we were there by 8 30 we deliver i woke up early cooked a goosey soup, right? Fried rice, jollof rice, for hundred and it wasn't hundred and twenty people. So if she knew she was not going to be around, right? Maybe she would have just told us come in the afternoon. Yeah. By then I'll be back from church. Mm. We got, we took the food there. She just left them in a Ghana must go bag. Oh gosh, close. And we know a goosey soup yeah. can be very annoying. Mm. Mm. A goosey yeah. is the most. Mm. So she ah. left the soup like everything in the bag mm. like that. Went to church, nine oh, o'clock. No. Came back around two. Oh gosh! So she was. I was just resting around two when she called me. I was crying. What is it, ma? Said that all the soups have spilled. Mm. But it was really not my yeah. problem. I delivered. You saw the soup when I mm. delivered. It was good. It was hot and mm. all that. But then. Then How many human sympathy. There? The soup was fifty plates. Oh. Whoa! So what I did, thank God I'm a chef and I always have soups. Mm. But now it was not a goosey soup. I was just packing any soup I was seeing in my freezer. Mm. Just microwaved it, plated it, and sent it mm. to her. Then I made new because the fried rice too. Yes. Mm. It's like it's like the assembly assemblage. Of all the worst, or the most high maintenance, high maintenance, the low maintenance <laughs> clients. <laughs> then, do you know what happened after, after going a, out um, of my way? And a goosey. Uh, yes, after going out of my way to like cover a shame, because if it was another vendor, 
Eh? They wouldn't. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just what's my business? I delivered on time, mm-hmm. Abby. Mm-hmm. You told me nine o'clock. I delivered eight thirty. What's my business if the soup spoils? It's mm-hmm. not me that spoils. Everybody, any, any blind person knows a goosey soup. You don't cover it for oh. over how many hours, yeah. like hot soup in, in an enclosed yes, space. Yes, in a bag. She just left it in the bag. You know? Maybe she doesn't cook a goosey soup. After I went all out, I sent her my expensive <laughs> soups. A goosey is a cheap soup. Mm-hmm. I was sending her banga soup, mm-hmm. okra because I had all those soups in my fridge. And thank God, I had up to fifty plates. Oh. Something that I was like I, I used want to live. I want to come to your house. Because because I don't understand. Understand. Like your house is the house. house. Exactly. <laughs> so we sent it to her. First of the first thing she did was when my brother got there. They gave my brother one thousand naira for transportation. First, first, so she didn't want me. I was. My brother said they gave me only one thousand. I don't understand. Is it one thousand that took you mm. there? Now said the woman is crying. Maybe it's because she's stressed. Maybe she would call you later. Two months later, she, she didn't, didn't call. She didn't even say thank you. Didn't for, pay for the. It was. When second i made a post she didn't pay it i just wanted to help oh, you are customer service personified that yes did. i i did business manage so me yeah. i'm very particular about business how yeah. to serve my customers yeah i go out of my way to make sure they are satisfied mm-hmm. first before mm-hmm. the money so i was expecting the courtesy of oh thank you yeah. you know mm-hmm. nothing then i'll make post on facebook she'll come Beautiful. This, like, I'll be this woman is whining. <laughs> Maybe she probably thought so I that. W- I waited. One day she now came that she wanted to. I posted something, another of my business. She wanted to buy that stuff. She now came in box that ah, she wants to pay for that. So I said, I will not sell to you. Mm. Yeah, I was just waiting for you. know when you waited patiently. Your beans have done today. Your beans have done. She now said, what did I do? I said, you are an ungrateful woman. I will not sell it to you. Go and buy it elsewhere. <laughs> say, what did I do, man? You forgotten what you did. Say, oh, that she thought she had thanked me. Oh, you thought two Thank. months. Okay. 60 days later. I hope me. She sent me recharge card, was calling to apologize. I shout out that I will not sell to her. She does not have sense. So I will not sell did it you to tell her. her she does not have yes, sense? Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> I was waiting like I wanted to this tell her. Up. I wanted to tell her three days later, but my friends were like, Don't worry, she'll come she back. She'll come, come back. back. So you know when you just wake up one day and mm. see the person that you'll be setting trap mm. for. I said, Ah, you went and I was not in a good mood that day. Say this woman didn't enter my trap. She called, she sent eight times to my line, five thousand. She was just say, What can I do to beg it? Mm. I said, Madam, even if you send me one million, I'll not sell my you know market. You know what's like what's entering my head is, yeah. It's like, so who paid you, you know you did free work for I, her. Yes, I lost. Yeah. It's just like I just did a free work for yeah. her. Then the transportation to even take it back mm-hmm. the second time. And you should she couldn't even call to say, Oh, thank you. Because yeah. why I did that for her was she, when she called and was crying. In fact, that's like my I don't like people crying around, even babies. So, so when she if I want to guilt trip you now after we record, I will cry <laughs> for you. Cry. Food must come out. So <laughs> when she was crying, she now said ah uh, that and a mother in law. Mm. wanted to bring somebody and oh. she was saying no no you know it's more yeah. like i was trying to save her mm-hmm. face i was yeah. like I, I know what mother-in-laws mm-hmm. can do especially when you're not from the same tribe so i now in fact nobody ate in the house till the next day because i packed all the food friend. just for this woman and she couldn't even call later in fact there's nothing as important as calling who saved your face that's yes. not like an an event that maybe something you can easily forget. Mm. Mm. Do you mm. get it's food? People eat. Do you get? 
And she said she forgot that she thought she had sent thank you. I said, okay, ma. So she's lucky submitting. she had you to save her. Yeah, next time. You would have, her, her white would have stained. Yeah. So again, the same question for Victoria. Like, what have you learned? And then also, what what of your interesting experiences? So I think for me, it would have it would, it would definitely be structure, like from the very beginning. Because then it was just like, oh, let's test it. You know, just boom, let's put this price. Without actually saying, you know what, is this price going to cover all my expenses that is going to, you know, happen? So money was coming in. You know, you're feeling ginger. It's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to start paying the bills. <laughs> and I was like, hello, my husband. Can you pay my chef's salary? Well, so, well, um, let me just like, you know. Hello, my <laughs> for the avoidance of doubt, you didn't get your unit economics right. No, seriously. At all. So you were just so working on vibes. Yeah, working on vibes. It happens with so many. You, so you just see vibes. someone. You see someone else <laughs> online selling this food for for one five. I'd be like, You're okay. Like, how are these person? How is this person you, making? You now say, okay, me. I'm starting. Let me do one two. They'll be buying, buying, Pure buying. Vibes. Yeah, time to go to the market. You know, you know what? You know something. I'm now that you've mentioned <laughs> this. I'm now wondering: is there like VC? Like venture capital for food businesses. Yeah. Yes. Like, There's private equity. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. A lot of I've the, never heard of them. A lot of your franchises, the ones that yeah. are more than oh, yeah, yeah, they definitely have some yeah. fran- P or so VC funding. Definitely, yeah, definitely that. I think because that's the only way you structure. can mm-hmm. um you can like sell Scale. several different kinds of mm-hmm. skill mm-hmm. um selling at very cheap prices. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. for smaller businesses, you can't you have to that. sell full price. Mm-hmm. So once you got that call, once you have to make that how call, long? No, no, what before you go, how long did it take <laughs> you to? Right, yeah. I think it probably took me like six months to be like, hold on a second. The money is coming in. Your bank account statement is looking nice, but it, this is not making sense. So if you're selling at no point, should I have to bring out at least break even? We're not saying, okay, don't want to, you don't want to turn about profit, no problem. At least break even. Which one is lost every month? Like, it makes no sense. You know, most... So, most of, how often were you most, doing your, like, like, you know, your reconciliation? Um, So, we're doing... So, it was weekly. Okay. Weekly now is we're doing... weekly? So, no, it's not weekly. So, now, um, I think now we do... Now we do monthly, but we have somebody... Because now we use, like, an ERP system. So, uh, everything is, like, uh-huh. on one unit. So, there's, like, daily monitoring okay. um, for all across board. Um, so yeah, it was just, it was just a, it was a mess then. And I think in terms of mistakes, oh, there was this one event, just thinking about it, it's making me want to cry. Mm. The, so this was, I was pregnant by this time I should have stopped working. So there was an event and I was just, oh yeah, yeah, we can do this. And it was something for YouTube. I was just like, ah, Victoria, you have blood. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's how. And it was during this era of fake rice. I don't know if anybody remembers it. That we're saying there was lo- there was like a lot of fake rice in the market. I feel like I've heard fake in the Was that wait? Was there actual rice. fake rice or it was a rumor? No, well, there was actually some people were actually selling fake rice. How do you? How, what is in the and fake the plastic, rice? It was the like plastic, plastic rice. Yes, 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 yes. I remember. It was during that era. Plastic I mean, rice. My yes, business you with fake rice. Cook. You will cook and cook and, and boil. Not boil. Nothing. Yeah. So we did the event and we're running short of time and I don't like. Time. So I was just like, hey, you know what, guys? Shebi is rice. Let's do it this way. This is the journey to get there. By the time, you know, the steam would have made so the that it doesn't. Mm. Mm? On that face footage, there's not decided to be no traffic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I should have laughed like that. <laughs> so, 
you're linking the success of your business on, on dysfunction. <laughs> but here's the thing: Lagos traffic should be <laughs> there, right? <laughs> well, like, it's going to take there. us an hour. How did we get there in 20 minutes? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I'll get oh, back geez. into the car running. I, I didn't even know how to feel. So people, and it was that thing of obviously it's YouTube. The whole idea is you're taking videos, you're posting it, you're blah, 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 blah. You know, your influences are there. So think 20. 2018, mm-hmm. you know, it's still, still quite um, up and coming and all of that. So that's how one of them ate it. Just like, why does this taste like fake rice? I'm like, oh, oh my yeah. God. I'm just like, this is the point where I'm just like, oh, Father, where's the hole that I can pour into? So, you know, you're still trying to smell that. Oh, you know, it's not fake rice. It's best my side. It doesn't taste done. <laughs> it's just not. It is 40 more minutes. It's not, <laughs> it's not tasting done at all. I was like, oh. I was so mortified. And it was, I was just like, you know what, guys? I can't do this from my own emotional state. Mm-hmm. I think this is where I handle my maternity leave to myself. Yeah. Like, Victoria, you're done for this year. Please go and have your baby and come back. <laughs> and so as we're going home, someone now calls. It's like, oh, I've got this event tomorrow. And I was like, no. No, thank you. Like, I'm, I'm way too traumatized. No, <laughs> yeah. I, I, am, I am actually like hurt from the inside out. And it was so weird. After having the baby, it was that thing. Okay, so let's start again. I'm like, this thing that happened, like I know it's like maybe like five months to go now but it's still traumatizing me i don't want to but it's not your fault it was lagos traffic it like, was lagos, it was lagos traffic. traffic and the when, person when, who made the decision like, to bag it <laughs> <laughs> no it's like lagos traffic why are you when we need you why? Well, <laughs> that is a very good question well, like yeah. you are there lagos traffic is there where you need to be somewhere on time but mm-hmm. never there where you need to not be yeah, on time yeah. i think everybody has had a situation where you wish there was actually traffic yes. yeah Hundred percent. Yeah. So that was not a very. Yeah, that was not the one. That was not the one. <laughs> so I'm just happy. I think th- I'm just happy that nobody decided to post it or mm. say so. And mm. the 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 irony is, I think maybe the first person who ate it, then I think later after we are started again, a few um, other influencers posted it. The lady now commented, "Oh, I had this like so 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 and so years ago, and it tasted like fake rice." I'm just like, "Madam, it's okay. I am going to buy it. Let it go." And so obviously, <laughs> common sense was just like so. Obviously, reached out to her there in the comment section, and then I think I sent her a couple of boxes. She's like, "Oh, you didn't need to." I was like, "Yes, I know, but I just want you to know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that so that you don't associate the brand with, with fake, fake rice." Yeah. yeah. No, I so this is like a really. I feel like this is one of the really cool. Um, episodes that we have because we get to see the faces behind the brand and like also realize that they're actually human beings that are making this oh, for yeah, you human beings. yes because i feel like a lot of times when you have customers attack mm. or you know express their displeasure it's always almost like forgetting that there's a human being mm-hmm. that's waking up to do this and i would ask like you know just to on this whole topic again to like speak about some of the experiences that you've had with customers where you're like okay this person actually appreciates me and then also c- cases where you're like oh my god i don't want to deal with this person ever again in my life and then all i mean it, i already mentioned one. <laughs> i mean one yeah and then i would say maybe if you could also give people like some form of like advice or how you should speak with people that are dealing with your food, mm. especially people who are dealing with your food. Like, what are those things that you have to deal with mm. when it comes to customers? Um, so I guess, again, there's that thing of, you know, the Nigerian mentality of entitlement. And it, obviously, you know, um, that's justifiable to an extent. The fact that once I hand over my money, you belong to me until you deliver mm. whatever it is that I've paid for. Um, do you understand? And um, I guess for us as a business, 
our principle is do all you can, go all the way out. And no matter how much you try, sometimes there are just some elements that are beyond your control. I know one of the things for us that was huge was in terms of delivery. And so you've done your part. You've cooked the food. You've sent it out on time. Mm-hmm. It's just that the guy decides to be unfortunate that day <laughs> on your own matter. Has, has a rider ever stolen your food? No. I... Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, no, I wouldn't say intentional. I think the guy just said, I called the person. He did not pick up. Mm. So I left with the food. Fair enough. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Oh. But yeah, it's not your food. Fair. Do you understand? No, that's fair. Call me How is say, it fair? Uh, it's fair. fair. If I'm your driver, I have called you 20 fair. times, you have not no, answered no, your no. phone. No. This is... It's not like, <laughs> like, no, 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 did the person take the food away? Or like... Oh, no, Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Time out, I'll return the food back to the person. I don't know. Maybe it's because of our housing system in this country where, like, there's a lot of chaos. I feel like sometimes, like, just drop it. I do. Maybe it's because no, it's maybe. Food. And it's food it's as food. well. Fair. It's food. Yeah. Some people, if they don't get their food from hand mm-hmm. to hand, I'm not going to touch it. it. And if you now yeah. say we should drop it with like, the security guard, as long as we have it written that you have said drop it with the security yeah. guard, then obviously. Yeah. I know some delivery apps put, ask if you want that to happen. But. But yeah, well, yeah, I get yeah, that. I, I get some, that. Now. Something like that. Um, and I guess again, just we are all human, so mm-hmm. nobody goes into the business. Well, most people don't go into the business of, oh, I want to make you miserable. I want to make you mm-hmm. upset. I, I just want to frustrate somebody's life today after they've given me money. So most people will go out of their way to make sure that you have a pleasurable experience. But so sometimes, some some things that are outside your control. Again, I guess this is where emotional. Um, intelligence comes in because you know you have conversations and like they are raking on the phone. I'm just like in your mind, you want to say, "Madam, calm down. Let me even talk so that I can listen." But <laughs> you well, just keep quiet and just be like, "It's just like <laughs> no problem." I take it. Yes, it's my. And again, because you are the owner of the business, it's that thing of there are some days I don't even want to get involved when they say that oh somebody had a problem. I'm just like. Oh, me. I'm like, why me? But you have to, again, I guess it's showing an example to your staff as well of ownership that mm. you have to, yes, you know this person is going to reek and holler and do. Worst case, worst thing you do is refund the money. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of refunds, speaking of refunds, like how much does that cost? Like in terms of refunds in a month? Um, so I think in, in terms ours, of like how how much does it affect the bottom line? The bottom line. So ours, well, we've gotten. So we don't have a no refund policy because again, I guess it's the nature of how um, Do, I was raised. I think up, this raises another question: Should food businesses have a no po- refund policy? policy? Some of them. So you know, you need to on some certain cases. You absolutely do, but there are some certain cases that if it is one hundred percent our fault, happy to refund your money. It doesn't do anything to me. It doesn't take you know change my life in any particular mm-hmm. way. So there are some instances where if I know if you are trying to be just difficult and maybe you've asked for a particular thing and then halfway before we used to do payment on delivery when our I hmm. prepared us enough <laughs> that hey, like no 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 gotta if pay for it go somewhere else and buy food don't come to <laughs> us so now it's strictly payment before delivery so some people will just you know change their mind oh I've changed my mind but the food has been made and we don't like I said before our model That's we cook crazy, per man. order so it's mm. not like we cook bulk and then start serving it to people your food is how your long food. does it take to make five a box minutes. five minutes oh yeah. okay so it's stir fry yeah so, so what do you sell is it just i know that there's noodle mm-hmm. 
So we do rice mm-hmm. as well. What kind of rice? Um, so we do like basmati rice. So you can get the... So we have is different it, flavors. Is it Asian style? So it's still Asian style. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you have different flavor options. So we've cooked it for you. So just demand But do you make jollof rice? We don't make jollof rice. But even the people it's like come she's, and say... I just wanted to say rice. it on camera because she's like the only Nigerian business, food business owner that I've seen that doesn't make jollof rice. because. Even big um, international conglomerates, yeah. so to speak, Domino's has Domino's a, has you have you must cook jollof. Yeah, you have so to. so I, I I admire when I see people who say no, I will not cook. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's just that it's just that niche thing. To be fair, we've had people say, "Oh, you know, maybe you should start selling meat pie." I'm like, "Where on the scale of Asian cuisine is meat pie going to fall?" Then, then, it, be, then it becomes one of those they are like jack of all trades. Mm, um, mm. And I guess it just takes a lot to just be true to yourself and say, "I'm not trying to play in everybody's markets." Exactly. You know, if exactly. this is what we do, this is what we we'll do. We come, we're comfortable doing so that. So you're never going to cook jollof rice. At the moment, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not part of your expansion plan. And I guess it's just introducing. There was a. There was a bit of. Um, uncertainty there because are you so considering I, I it? I don't know. We never say never. But yeah. like never right say now, never. But it's right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um yeah so uh, what you were saying about refunds um yeah so if you're trying to just prove difficult then we just were very adamant. There was a lead. There was one time I think the manager sent a message that oh. Um, we had made food, sent it to the person. The person didn't pick up the phone. So rightfully, we sent her a message, called. The guy was outside our estate for like 30 minutes. We're like, you know, we can't just keep knocking on random people's doors. So they brought it back to the office. And we sent a message that, oh, we attempted delivery so, 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 and so time. Here is the proof. Um, so arrange for another delivery or come pick it up yourself. That's how the woman said, eh, he should have walked inside the estate. I'm like, okay, do you know how big this estate is? <laughs> oh, which, 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 like, which refund my money right now. She's like, if not, I will come there and raise hell. So when she now called me, I was like, so what should I do? I'm like, not refund the money, obviously. Let her come and raise the come hell she wants to raise. The hell. But why don't you so come and raise the hell and pick up your food I just said, we even, we like, even offered to say, okay, fine, you don't want to pay delivery, no problem. Since it's all right, I will deliver it out again. She's like, yeah. no, I want the money back. I was like, madam, your food is the office whenever you're ready to come and carry your food. How does the story end? Please. Well, she came to carry her food. Oh, did she now? Yeah, she okay, did. Cool. Did she raise, <laughs> did she raise no, the help? After, no, of course not. No sense. We attempted delivery. <laughs> you know, you've paid know. for it. Like, it's you're not getting it back. I don't <laughs> see. I don't know if I'm ever going to own a food, a business. <laughs> Maybe I will eventually, but I don't know, man, because. Nigeria, no, so not even like it's not in Nigeria. People are because yeah. even in the US, mm-hmm. like when I used to work in the in the US market, I used to get and I I worked in you know food tech, mm-hmm. and um, there's a word for it like mediating between mm-hmm. um business owner like manager and as a third person and a difficult customer. It's always oh. like. Because people come with their own versions of the story, and you know, especially de- with delivery, when yeah. I don't know, man, but I feel like it's a lot. It's a lot because sometimes, right? Sometimes it's the business that messes mm. up. Sometimes mm. it's the riders. Yeah. I, like riders, sometimes can just. Mm. But there are sometimes, and I worked in logistics in Nigeria before. That was my first job outside <laughs> camp, and man, some customers can be funny. Because, like, just go and pick up your food. Like, I feel like... And this is my problem when, generally, when I'm planning things with people. Keep your phone on hand, right? Mm, I know that. I know that, you know, sometimes there's network issues. But you should have... If you're expecting something, you you should should have... You should be on call for that. You know, when I'm expecting something and I'm going to be... I tell the gate man, see, 
in case and i give the number mm-hmm. i ask the business owner give me the number of your rider so i can give yes. it to the gate yeah. man yes. you know because to and it's a certain extent i trust the gate man okay. you know or a neighbor or something mm. but people just believe that like i feel like people is because people don't respect time of other people's time so you don't know it's like you're not considering that the person that this person this business is owner waiting on is waiting yeah. on you mm-hmm. like Actually, time, money is yes. Yeah. So imagine holding. So I think there's a certain level of empathy people should have, Mm. especially with food. Food has a very limited window. When it gets cold, if you microwave, if you microwave, (laughs) have you noticed that freshly prepared food and microwave food, even if it's ten minutes after, because microwaving by the by its very um, mechanics, right, it dries out food. Mm -hmm. That's why sometimes your advice, and that's what I do, I sprinkle water on my food. Oh, before I microwave. Top yeah. tip, guys. Actually, <laughs> that's a top tip. Yeah. <laughs> it tries out food yeah. because, like, that is quite technical. Yeah. But the way the microwaves actually work, it dries out food. Like, so you know, if you cook with an oven and a microwave, is different. You know, the way the air circulates mm. because it's not even using air. That's microwave, right? So this is. I'm so happy you're saying. Like, I'm just, <laughs> just beaming like, like your mother. Like, continue like, speaking. I, I love what you're saying. No, but but so. With food, that's why when food gets cold, mm. and sometimes people aren't in places they can microwave the food. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you're expecting food, mm. you should you be aware make, of it. You need to make sure that I know that sometimes it's the business owner's fault. You know, with, maybe they're overwhelmed with orders or something. But then again, this is where communication is important. Yeah. But you know, call the person and say, "Oh, this might be ETA." You know, estimated time of arrival, so mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. time. Please expect mm-hmm. your delivery. And I would, I don't know, man. Enough. I have this. I guess my next question is for both both guests again. Um, did I speak about the uh, no refund? Yeah, yeah no, you know, I don't believe you. Okay, um, actually, I've not really had um problematic clients. I, I, when I say before, be surprised. I've not had issues like serious clients calling me and shouting mm. before. Mm. May you never mm. have one. I've mm. never had clients calling Amen. me to shout before. Maybe is it because the tone of, of their where chance, you are? Is it because of where? Be, no, no, no. I just started this year. I think it's maybe the way I. I don't know. I I can't say I relate well than another vendor mm. because it's I don't know. Just sometimes I I I make mistakes and I just say sorry and they understand. They don't scream at me. They don't curse at me. So I don't know. I've never really when people talk about problematic clients, I cannot relate. Amen. 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 <laughs> that can keep Amen. on being the same Your reply but, to that. But for some people, if I see that um, maybe the tone of your chats, mm. I don't like it. Mm. I would either not reply. I'll just not. I'll not sell to you. Or if you've already paid. I'll gladly refund. There's nothing like no refundable policy in Terrace Specials. We refund. To so, and and this raises an interesting question. It's like business owners choosing not to provide business. I would be so sad if someone ser- ser- refused. Um, yeah. Yeah. It would hurt you, right? I'd be like, what so did I'm I do? Because you, you don't want my money. <laughs> so that's actually a big problem. Yeah, I actually is, don't think about is. it. But there's actually with food. Like, yeah. clients, from the way they even say good morning, you would know this is problem. <laughs> For me, so this, this, this is spiritual. it brings yeah. me. I'm like that too. Yeah. I know when problem is coming, so I avoid <laughs> no, so, so now this brings no a food. it Sorry. brings there's a thin line between 
profiling people mm. and you know based on certain markers mm-hmm. and choosing not to do business with them do you think don't you think it's like you know there's a gray area there i don't know i almost feel like it's the same thing with like getting a job like you can decide whether or not you want to sign this person's contract <laughs> or not i mean you can see the what's it oh sorry i'm about to start singing that wrong you can see the red flags like in my restaurant like there's there was this customer he, he was always ref- like a military person. I was always refusing to pay huh? after eating. So this he does this thing. You everybody will eat the same food though. They'll eat and lick their plate, you know. But his own, you just remove only the meat and you waste the food. Mm-hmm. And you say it's not going to pay. Maybe if you want to eat meat, you just order for meat. meat yeah. mm-hmm. You order a whole soup. But this one swallow. is not even ordering, paying for the meat. It's not even. You say he's not going to pay, or you would. We'll keep going to his office, pay, pay, pay. We say no. So I said, don't, no, I told my staff, don't worry, don't go to his office again. No, Shebi is just 5k, don't worry, he will be hungry again. And I'm the only one selling food around this area, mm. so don't mm, worry. So you already have monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> so one day, his staff called that he needs food. I said, There's no food for him. In fact, I was plain, I would never sell my food to him. They were like, Ah, my what happened? I said, Tell him, I said, It's is an organic to come and meet me by himself. You yourself be now. And I came. He went to the kitchen. They were cooking. There was food. He told myself he wants to eat. He said, sir, they, they said, sir, there's no food. Now <laughs> came inside, madam, there's no food. I said, there's no food for you. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me be correct that it's for you. <laughs> there's no food. He now went out to sit down. Other officers came, joined him. We brought food for them. And I said, hey, okay, give me this one that you're giving this. And I said, it has finished. It is no longer there for you. What we have is for people that are ordered now. They were now, he now got the memo that, ah, it's, it, it like, it's like he did not know, he didn't think in that mm. I don't want to sell food to him. Mm. Yeah. So, he was like, is it that you don't want to give me food? I said, yes, sir. Mm. He carried his phone. He said, please call your account. He now paid our debt. He said, I've like, paid all yes, so, so you had the it. money. Yes, yes he paid it to. He now says, "See, I have paid your money." I okay. said, "Thank you, sir." Oh, I'm so still not selling said, to you. Please, can I have food? I'm very hungry. I said, "No food, sir." So, so, <laughs> so the other officers, <laughs> the other officers now said, "Okay, my bring food for him. I'll pay." Since that day, if he's eating his food, he pays immediately. Yeah. Because if you don't set that record yeah, straight, they yeah. will keep thinking you're mm. foolish or something. Yeah. So it's my food. I can decide to True, sell yeah. to you or not. Don't eat it. You can also tell people not to eat. Those that will want to eat will still mm. come and eat the food. So that is when, when you know you're good. Just don't take mm. any rubbish from anybody. That's just what I think business owners mm. should. Yep, I'm shaking. You know the, uh, the thing that is shaking yep. tambourine yep. like you said the word. Like <laughs> if you know you're good, like have standards. It's on. It's, it's very, on you to very important. to attract the good customers to exactly. yourself. There's no need for you to exactly. just take anybody's money. I dig so, it. Um, you know, just to you know, we're getting to the point where we have to round up. Oh no! Are you serious? <laughs> are you serious? Well, time has, time is going. I mean, does it feel like it today? <laughs> well, it happens, but you know, the intricacies of cooking and serving people i feel like um the your shirt actually the thing on your shirt you don't chow and now maybe it's because of i don't know upbringing or something but it's it's, it's it just brought something to mind is um have you eaten as mm. a love language mm. you know um 
it's it's a very striking tagline for um a company chow noodles you don't chow and you know on social media it's been demonized where it's like don't ask anybody if you have you eaten it you know but growing up it used to be this thing where you know if your mom wants kids. to af- apologize, maybe they yes. hurt you. Without yeah. saying sorry. Yes. Without saying sorry. Don't Absolute try to have you Triggered. I'm so triggered right now. <laughs> I'm so triggered. Because my mom would be like, I-, I made banger. And I'm like, okay. What is just say sorry, my child? Sorry. I've made banger. I'm not going to lie. I'm cheap. I'm very cheap. you get? Once there was... No, my own wasn't banger. My own was a pan Ah! And you know that it takes yeah, like it can take an entire day <laughs> yeah. to make like if you're doing it is. in large quantities mm-hmm. you have to take the it's, it's um, stressful the, the process mm-hmm. is like right and then roll so even when i started learning how to cook i started appreciating so the it's like efforts. you know what just tell me sorry with <laughs> have you this, eaten yeah. come on because it's the next i think maybe why people demonize is because have you eaten when the person responds no or something what are you like, going what to do about, about it mm-hmm. so don't i feel like if you're going to yeah you should follow it up with actual now. food it's for me now it's for me now why are you not why eating, eating? No. But, but essentially i don't want that i thought you were asking because you want to give me food but i feel like if i go to chow noodles noodle bar and she asked me, have you eaten? Because I know that there's food coming in five minutes, <laughs> right? Um, but, so if... You know, what what I've been quite interested, or what I found quite interesting during this conversation is how similar, but also how different their businesses are, you know. One is more Nigerian. What is the breadth of um, your offerings, you know? All the Nigerian delicacies, dishes. all of it. So, so she says has that, you know, you know, she cooks stir fry, mostly stir fry yeah. based, and you cook them in five minutes. How does how does yours work? Mm. As we cook, like there are some meals that are like a la carte, mm-hmm. like pepper soup, like those meals you cannot warm. Mm. Pepper soup, nkobi, just when the other it you cook mm. instantly. But for jollof rice, fried all those all those ones, you cook them, put them in warmers, and mm. when people come, we just give them. But we don't cook. Like in for the restaurants, we don't cook in large quantities mm. that it will get so batch. cold. Once we've seen that the first pot, the first set is reducing, we cook. Like mm-hmm. in a day, I can cook jollof rice like four to five times. God in a day. Yeah, because I want something I was going to. If you, was, you've probably answered the question so I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. And the question I was going to: How do you forecast orders? You know, when you're cooking in bulk. And mm. you know people are coming. How do you anticipate? You know, how how you know, how much? Because there's a there's a there's a thing in the food industry. Waste is a big problem, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And then there's also uh, a lot of um, smaller food businesses. They they serve leftovers from the previous day. Oh no, we don't. So what we do is we have industrial gas, like mm. gases that you can cook in 10, 15 minutes. Rice, so 10 minutes max of jollof rice is ready. Mm. As long as you've parboiled the rice mm. for the jollof rice. Yeah, okay. Then for fried rice, we use basmati rice. So basmati rice does not take time. Yeah. The highest it can be done in 10 minutes. That's the mm. highest. Mm. Then you just stay fry and it's ready. So we just cook in smaller, smaller portions. So if we know, if we, if we have like sachet tomatoes and maybe it's 10 sachets, Mm-hmm. So 
if we cook the first pot and it finishes our time, cook the second one, at a point we will just say there's no more rice right. for mm. today. Yeah. Okay. So that there will be no waste because mm. we might cook the last pot and, and it will, nobody it. will come to yeah. want to eat. Yeah. They want to eat soup or they want to eat all the chops, mm. prepared meat and all. So we just know how to maximize, like minimize the quantity of food we mm. cook daily. So that way, we don't deal with waste. The only thing we really used to deal with waste with is swallow because you cannot save the same swallow you made today the next day. Mm. Mm. So if they didn't finish the swallow we've made in a particular day, we just trash it. Mm. Wow. Because like that, pound that must suck. Semo, you cannot eat uh, First of all, day. if you're mm. eating semo, like, it has like to be. you have to be... I don't know. I feel no, like, about, I feel like the don't biggest like, he he villains like, in this world are people who eat semo. Why are you eating semo? Why? And it's so interesting that you said that because like part of what we want to do at some point is try to match um so to kind of go into the food tech space space where we can match restaurants that have leftovers with maybe communities who need them mm. so that that food isn't necessarily mm. going to waste and trying to just find a way that you can convert it to so for example bendy's you know can say like you know for every restaurant who upcycles their food mm-hmm. they get 50 points that mm-hmm. they can use to buy oil mm-hmm. the next mm-hmm. time this mm-hmm. is me shooting my shots yeah i mean that, that's <laughs> fair that's a fair shot to shoot um, yeah. so yeah so i think so i know that for us that was why the particular model that we use is also there as well because mm-hmm. again um i think maybe the only issue in that one is things like vegetables so because again it's prepped batch by batch so once you're done with this batch you prep another batch and then you just watch the time and then um because we use an erp system so we can see that we know that our highest volumes come within this time to this time so mm-hmm. just we just use that to plan so that we don't we try to minimize what we have um but it's not always um easy and t- so that's why again another thing we demand is payment before delivery because mm-hmm. nobody's cooking <laughs> And then Unless the payment now, validates the order. And then if you now decide to change your mind, if we've not made the order yet out of our goodwill, refund your money, no problem. But so. then if it has been cooked already, then it's yours to keep. You can forward it to somebody else if you don't want to eat it. I will happily do that delivery. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm always on standby. I was going to give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so something I've really, because, you know, I think we've already crossed an hour. Mm. Um, something I've, I've, I've really been, especially since we, start, since we started recording this podcast, is getting to see beyond the table the people who serve us food. Um it's it's a whole it's a whole different experience entirely because the person who is just coming to your restaurant it's all they care about is getting the food mm. but there's a lot of people underplay you know or downplay how much work goes into serving you know it's not something anybody can just do you have to be business savvy you have mm-hmm. to know a lot of mathematics mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, so in it let me funny story when i my parents wanted me to read medicine, you know. I don't know if I was smart enough, but um, when I didn't get medicine the first time, and I got, for some reason, you knew you, like, they, you, they won't even give you the, that, at that, that time, they won't give you the opportunity to what? choose yourself. They just put me in food science and technology. Mm-hmm. And my score was pretty high. I think it was, it was close to 300. It wasn't, you know, but I beat the cutoff point. Um, I was 2013. And I got full science and technology. And my father was like, "And eh, I want to, you want me to pay school fees for you to go and be cooking food, <laughs> you know." But 
but when I like a few a couple years later, when I was doing biochemistry, the next day I just applied for biochemistry, mm-hmm. and um. I shared some courses with food science and technology, and there was a lot of mathematics, you know. And and this is not even the cooking side. This mm-hmm. is like the technology side. So imagine how much math, you know. So each time I, we shared a class and we're doing microbiology or we're doing some, you know, form of industrial chemistry, um, it was always, I was always thinking back to that, my father's um, quote right? about how he wants to go and be cooking food. But then again, even in the cooking food, there's a lot of math. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can thrive in the cook in the food industry without math. Mm. Because yeah. you have to. Even yeah, in yeah. comms, even in comms, why yeah. work? Right? To. There's still a lot of math, like budgeting, analytics, analytics, yeah. and a lot of marketing. Is it? Is it? It's an entire thing. Mm-hmm. And then now your food business owners, you have to think of the promotion side. Mm-hmm. You have to think of working with influencers. You have to think of going to markets or getting food delivered to you exactly. and so on. It's like there's so many moving parts and it's really wonderful having real people come to the studio to talk That's to us about too. all the intricacies, all the highs and lows of running a food business. Thank you very much for coming. Thank you so Thank much you for too. having us. Thank, Thank you. you so much. It has been awesome. Thank you so much. So I I know we have pretty much ended, but I want to just one question, last question for both our guests here. What is your favorite part of your business? I'll start with IT. The favorite part of my business is the money part. (laughs) (laughs) Nice and short. No BS. (laughs) Straight to the point. (laughs) The fact that so is that profitable, huh? Very profitable. Girl, she has, I, said, I said, girl, she has seven. <laughs> seven. <laughs> Very profitable, especially the food business, you know. So um, it's it's a thing of joy when you buy stuff daily and it doesn't go to waste, mm. you know. And like you cook, you cook like maybe half bag of rice in a day and maybe you're just going to the bar to relax and you come to the kitchen and they're like, Oh, the rice has finished, but we need mm. to cook another one, you know? It's and you're very, like, yes, yes, yes. yes. yes, yes. Uh, that's the motivation you'll be mm-hmm. cooking, you know? Because mm-hmm. I make most of the food. Oh, wow. Yes. I so you're still very hands-on. Mm. I make most of the food. There are some meals my staff cannot make. In fact, if they make it, people will know I'm not the one that cooked it. I know, that's right. They'll, I'll have to now <laughs> start true. saying, sorry, sir. I'm sorry, sir. I'll, I'll, because you cannot say... I gave it to someone to yes. cook. Everybody thinks you're the one cooking mm. this food. So when there's any mistake, you're the one that goes to say, I'm so sorry, sir. I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. You know, just take Next time, I'll give you extra meat. Mm. No, we should extra meat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she said her favorite part is the money. <laughs> no, no, no extras, yeah. No extra meat. Yeah. That's money. Me, I, I can say sorry, but let it not affect my account. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria, I love it. So on our boxes, you would see. Um, so on the bags, you would see like before you open it, it would say like warning: this box can cause serious happiness. And I think for us, it's the joy. Like marketing. <laughs> it's the joy because food makes you happy, right? You don't eat like if you're sad. Work. There's a particular kind of food that you can eat that will just turn your mood around. So I keep telling them that it's not just about mixing the rice together. It's knowing that this box is gonna go to somebody somewhere. And if that person is sad, we want them to be able to eat this and then their mood is instantly turned around. At least if everything is going to pots, this five minutes I've had with my box of food has shared me you know, has shared me. So I think for us, that's the part. And then 
um, because I don't really put my face out there in terms of the brand. So when I maybe just randomly meet people and they're like, oh, it's you. So the feedback they give mm, makes, then you makes, it, makes you happy, then validates it. And then you now remember all the other parts that you're thinking, should I just go and get a day job? Because <laughs> what, is what is this man? I mean, like, it makes up for everything. Um, yeah, it does make up for everything. And then it just gives you um, motivation to pretty much continue and just be like, okay, let's make somebody else happy today. So it's like, how can we make you happy today? But do you know something? Um, she said food makes everyone happy. And I think I mentioned Yeah, she mentioned she don't she food don't. doesn't make me happy. She <laughs> said you know it's it's such it's such I it's love such to a, cook, but yeah. I don't it's like such an food. irony. Mm. I love to cook a lo- just like I'm a makeup I don't want artist. That problem. I don't yeah, like you don't like wearing makeup, yeah. yeah. So I love to cook. In fact, if you wake me up and say cook anything just line it up out. So the process is what gives you joy, mm. but the finished product, product, you don't really care no, about no, it. No, I'm, I'm the finished product. So That's I'm why not, I asked I'm not the kind minutes. of person that would want to hoard food. Mm. That's why if you come to my house, the first, oh, that's why she was giving the up first soup. and only thing yeah. I offer, you must, you, I mean, you must have been such a joy. Mm. Even my brother, does, I live with my brother, he doesn't eat too. Mm. The, he will cook all the delicate, he cooks too. Okay. If I'm not there, he's there cooking. So, um, We'll cook so many things, and this boy will just get golden money. Are you serious? So, is it genetic? Because so you must have been such a joy to be with in like to be roommates with in university and secondary school. I didn't live with people, but I always invite people to come and eat. It's it started in in school. I just I'll just fifty soups. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not like you know the fifty soups has to be a running joke at this point. I like to see people eat. So at some point, my friends will be like, "Are you sure you're not poisoning us? (laughs) Because we keep coming and we will not see you eat." So. I am a picky like I can mm. when you're eating I can just come and take meat or something but sit down and eat. A lot of people have not actually seen me sit to eat before except in my house. So if you see me sitting to eat is chicken, this, mm. this but you see I call a call makes me happy. I know that's right. That's <laughs> right. Awesome. I think we could just um have both our speakers let us know where you know people can meet you to order their food i think just a sweet close out okay so um we are chow noodle bar we do asian street food asian stir fries so yes and then we are located at osaka so eterna filling station at osaka just before the circle mall just before you enter just right there um by the express um that's where you find us we deliver all across lagos and so you can just find us on instagram at chow noodle bar and place an order for the box of happiness awesome okay so we are terrace specials and we are located at apapa the um nns Crofts in apapa so when you get there just tell the navy guy at the gate you're coming to lagoon but we'll definitely let you in and you can also order we're on instagram terrace specials you'd see my um phone number whatsapp number you can make your order you can book us for your event we cook all kinds of meals afang soup banga soup atama soup any kind of food in nigeria we cook it we'll just even grilled fish we do grills and yes anything anything food we cook just mention the food. Even if I don't know how to cook it, I'll look, I'll search for it on YouTube and cook for you. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Awesome. Love it, love it. Awesome. Thank you very much Thank once again. For... Thank you for having us. Bye.
Oh, that is yeah. But thank you for sharing. <laughs> 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 Were you glitching? I know, again. <laughs> no one is trying to end.